run, but you can't hide, bitch! Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of You Can't Hide, the number one horror movie recap podcast this side of Devil's Kettle, Minnesota. I'm your host, Evil Al, joined by my lovely co-host, Cam Counselor Ben. How are you? Doing wonderful on yourself. I am great. How about you, Calamity Cat? I'm great. And Final Girl Brie, how are you today? I'm amazing. You know what else is amazing? The film Jennifer's Body. This week's movie that we are covering, it's from 2009. Is that what you said, Ben? Yeah, it's 2009. Because I was shocked how much the R word was used in 2009. (laughs) There's a lot of things that make it seem older like there's so many like 9-11 references i was like surely this is from like 2002 or something maybe maybe that was supposed to take place then (laughs) i don't know all right well first we're going to start off with a new segment called this week in horror Horror, 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 uh where we talk about yeah you guessed it what's happening this week in horror or horror related uh things and this week um I mean, I'm sure you've all heard about it. There's a certain shoe coming out from a certain rapper um, that is (laughs) Satan-themed. And I don't know if they're literally just called Satan shoes, but, I mean, it wouldn't be be inappropriate. It should be called Satan X. Satan Satan X, X. nice, yeah. I would buy them. They're really called Satan shoes. They're really called Satan shoes? Yeah. There were 666 of them made. (laughs) Yep, and I get the six 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 one. That's the one I want. Uh, (laughs) Nike, I'm surprised. I know, yeah. So Nike and uh, Lil Nas X, the the Old Town Road of Old Town Road fame, uh, are doing a collaboration for a shoe. It is a for some reason Satan, uh, Satan shoes, and there's a pentagram on it. Um, There's 666 of them made, and each shoe has one drop of human blood in its sole. Also has. Luke 10 18 written on the side, which is a Bible verse about Satan's fall from heaven. Uh, yeah, they're just really going for it. I'm, I'm kind of here for it. It's actually really cool because they also put the number on there too, like at what shoe it is. Because this one I'm looking at, it's six out of 666. Oh, the big cool one too. But it's I not true. Six, six, six. Yeah. That's what I want. That's the best one. <laughs> be pull, on eBay. Can we pool our money? Can we like pool our money and we'll all like. But also, I'm like, so like, is it just like maybe like five or six like in each size and then in women's sizes like how would they do that maybe it's like a special order like uh, custom. maybe True. Well, it's... 606 i mean they're a thousand dollars so i think they can probably make them to order yeah hopefully that's true yeah we can yeah, like can... treat them like sisterhood <laughs> of the traveling pants except it's the little nods shoe. they magically fit whoever they wear sisterhood of the sisterhood of the satanic shoes yeah you just have to sign over your soul <laughs> We'll add our own drop of blood. I mean, also, they're kind of ugly, so. They're not. I think they're kind of nice. I like them, too. They're kind of like, sleek, not going to lie. I don't know. But, like, when you said, like, there are Satan shoes, I was, like, immediately thinking of, like, hooker heels. <laughs> Red hooker heels. I mean, hello, it's a little Nas X, you know. I would True. think of a hooker heel or a heel. But yeah, yeah, you kind of put a little kitten on there or something. My little kitten heel, Yeah. Nike denies involvement with creation of these shoes. It's a separate shoe company that customized the Nikes. It's called the company's called mm. MSCHF. 
Oh yeah, they customize the Nike Air Max 97. Yeah, uh, they're trying to distance them. How lame! Come on, Nike. <laughs> well, it's better a, than that. It's a queer uh, POC artist probs. Yeah. No, I, it's the Satan part. Yes, the <laughs> Satan and the blood part. Yeah, that part seems totally fair. <laughs> but I think that I think that is his point of why he's doing it because he kind of was like when he came out, he was kind of like you know demonized anyway. So. In, his, well. in that little like group of who they thought he was supposed to be a country artist or something which he wasn't so mm-hmm. yeah i think i think it's i think it's funny and i think it's a slap in the face to all those people which i love <laughs> i'm waiting for the doja cat x reebok beef uh heels no. for bitch no. and cow. <laughs> i think doja cat would do like a, a step up sketchers oh wow <laughs> <laughs> I feel that'd be her brand is a step up. Wow. The ske- the walkables, like the little yeah. like, yeah. like the, the ladies wear. Yes, my mom definitely bought at least two pairs of those. Honestly though, Skechers would go with the Satan theme though, the S. No, so. that could work. And they did, had Skechers. done previous with deals the with the Kardashians, so oh, that's that definitely working right. with the devil, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're down with the devil for sure. <laughs> Beyonce and all them with Illuminati, yes. <laughs> Famously friends of the pod, the Kardashians. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yep. All right. This week we are recapping the 2009 American comedy horror film written by none other than Diablo Cody, uh, Jennifer's Body, starring you know. Super babe of the stars, uh, Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. I always, I always want to say Siegfried. <laughs> I think it's Seyfried, right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we start off the film. Uh, Amanda's in prison. She has just piles of fan mail and, like, I don't know, stuff fans made for her. And she's saying, oh, yeah, I'm more popular than Zac Efron and Justin Bieber and all these people. And she's saying how, like, the, le- the letters all say, like, oh, things will be better if you accept Christ, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't think they would. I think she'd still be in the in- insane asylum. So I don't really know how that would help her situation. Yeah. Um, we, okay, so we learned that she is a kicker, which uh, she repeats that a few times. And I'm like, I don't really know what that means. Um, but eventually she, um, one of the correctional right. officers... I don't know if that's what you'd call him. One of the employees of the asylum is orderly. Yeah. I assume she was a nutritionist because she had like a little pin with an apple or something on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, Amanda goes ahead and just kicks her full force, like in the face. And I guess that's why she's the kicker. If you've ever been around little kids, then you'd know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this cues a flashback, a.k.a. the beginning of the film. We are in Devil's Kettle, which I think is in Minnesota. We see Amanda creeping through (laughs) Megan Fox's window. And she's saying, uh, Jennifer didn't always used to look this rough. And we see like a close-up of of, uh, Jennifer, a.k.a. Megan Fox. And she doesn't even look rough. She just looks like tired. She looks sweaty. (laughs) Sweaty. Yeah, I don't know how you can make her look bad necessarily. Uh (laughs) They're just like, we're gonna make you look sweaty and throw some chaplets on you. And and give you like some dark under eyes. That's what they did basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just made her look really tired. Same. And yeah, so um 
Amanda Siegfried's character's name is Needy. Um, and so Needy's like, well, Jennifer didn't always look this rough. In fact, two months ago. So it's like a flashback straight into another flashback. So we're flashing back two more months. Um, we learned that they were best friends. Uh, Jen was like the head cheerleader, of course, like, you know, super hot, super popular. And her best friend and Needy is just like a nerdy bish. And they were like, she was like, yeah, it was, um, you never would have thought that, that a babe like Jen would be best friends with a nerd like me. And it's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's love... very nerdy, let me tell you. She, she is, though. They put the glasses on her, so, you know. It's that whole, she's all that, just throw she some glasses. That like, is that, nerd? <laughs> I'm the beautiful blonde, come on. <laughs> yeah, so Jen, so Jen invites her to a rock show. And she doesn't want to go because she wants to hang out with Chip, her little... Uh, her little boyfriend. He's lovely. Yeah, yeah he's Very fine. Person. He's fine. He's all right. Boring. Um, yeah, and so she's hanging out at Chip's place or at her place. Chip is over. I don't know. Some, they're at someone's house. Yeah. But you can and, also tell, like, she's kind of a bitch. Jennifer's kind of awful. <laughs> yeah, she's awful. the worst. She's yeah. literally the worst. Yeah. That's me. As she a only friend. cares about what she wants to do, which is clubbing. <laughs> even though like she's like 17 or whatever yeah but, but i mean you know that i think that's typical you know a teenage girl like only caring about herself <laughs> also, yeah too, you're in a small town and you're like the pretty one so might as well yeah, yeah. she's yeah. just a little extra to me no mm-hmm. yeah she's she's definitely a mean girl for sure <laughs> uh okay so needy's getting ready and uh, so yeah, so what, as you were saying, Ben, she was saying like, yeah, um, I have to dress appropriately to Jen's standards or whatever, which means they can't look hotter than her, and I can't have my tits out because tits are That's Jen's hard. thing. And it's like, okay, <laughs> it's like sure. I'm pretty sure like everything is her thing because she's just like hot, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried could compete with her. Probably like an outdoer in the boob department, though. Yeah, because when she was trying it on, I was like, <laughs> her boobs actually look pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is one of the first times we hear salty um, being used in a, in, a, in a way I never had even heard of. But Jen says, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the show tonight. You should go. The singer's extra salty. And that yeah. apparently means like hot. But I'm like. Ugh. Well, this I is the like- same writer who wrote <laughs> Juno, so. Yeah, she's trying to make a word happen, like mm, bitch, yeah. like I don't know, like. No, but it was cute though, because because um, Needy mentions salty, and then her her little boy Chip is like, well, then you must be soy sauce, babe. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate this word, but you know, cute, I guess. <laughs> and then they yep. like have this argument about like this place not being a club; it's it's just a bar, and like they're really mm-hmm. like. Like Chip's ragging on this place and saying it's really seedy and awful, and then they get there and I'm like, "That's every bar that I've ever been." To. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, "This bar's a piece of shit." I'm like, "It looks like Elysium." <laughs> I'm like, I'd, "Yeah, I go, I'd go there." No, I mean, it just looks like a like a you know like an alternative bar, yeah, but this one was a- more country than alternative. But I mean, that's like what every alternative kind of club looks like, though. Yeah, it's definitely just a dive bar where you would listen to a band. I mean, it's like... I mean, yeah, like, that's how the bathroom at Emo's looks, you know? Like... Oh, <laughs> Disgusting. The old Emo's, especially. Whoa, yeah. Nasty, nasty. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So they go to the show and there's so many like random celebrities in this movie. Like they get they get to the bar and Chris Pratt is there as like a like a cop still in the academy. A douchebag. Yeah. But also I pointed out I was watching it the other day and I was like, wait, this is like this movie's like 12 years old, but this is like still like skinny Chris Pratt. So was this was this. Was he previously thin and got then got a little thick and then got thin again or like during Parks and Rec? It was like up and down, maybe like hmm. his weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think He's he talked about that before, like his weight fluctuation and how and when he was married to Anna Ferris, she liked him on the chubbier side. Oh, <laughs> yeah. must be so That's tough. Always- now he's, now he's thin I, religious. Okay. He's done very well for himself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. And this. Okay. So Jen naturally, you know, goes straight up to the to the uh, stage and see and you know flirts up with the uh, lead singer, and she's like, "Oh yeah, can I buy you a shot?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And then she offers to get him like a nine eleven themed shot. <laughs> it's. I think this part, though, I really liked because this showed how she was a little girl. Like, I think that that was the point of this this little interchange is that she definitely comes off as as young. Yeah, she's not sophisticated or worldly at all. No matter how much she tries to seem Mm -hmm. so, or whatever she wants. Yeah, because because like an actual adult would be like, you want like vodka or like what do you want? Instead of being like, oh, you want a nine eleven theme show. too i think what does she say she says something else that makes me it was like very like whoa this is this is definitely they're trying to play up her little girlness about the shot it wasn't just the shot it was was it about what it was with the bartender because i i love this thing she's like i'm gonna go play like hide and tits or something with the bartender or hello hello titty right yeah yeah titty winks or something and i'm like wow that sounds like my kind of girl Yeah, but yeah, she comes back over with like red, white, and blue shots. Like she's all excited. But it's it's really really (laughs) a scene because you see like both her like young naive side, and then like she immediately goes back into like I'm gonna go play like uh, hide and tits with like the bartender. Hello, titty. Hello, titty. Whatever. (laughs) She's like I'm gonna go play. (laughs) What do you mean? What does hiding tits even mean? (laughs) I don't know. She's trying to say hide and seek. Yeah. (laughs) But like it does show like the duality of like her like child side and like her like. Mm like flat side yeah so jen, jen offers to buy him a shot and she immediately disappears and then the band just starts discussing like the lead singer is talking to the bassist i think is who it is and he's like oh you think she's the one and then they're like arguing if she's a virgin and like needy just like here's the whole conversation and the bassist is like look i didn't come all the way out here for nothing and you know i'm like oh they're about to run a train on jen you know that's why it's called Jennifer's body. This is actually a porn, and I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but Needy, <laughs> Needy calls him out and is like, "You know what? That's my friend you're talking about." And you're right; she is a virgin. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Which, like, yeah, we, look, we find out. Yeah, we find <laughs> out later that she kind of like screwed Jen over by <laughs> telling them she was a virgin. And I just want to say that, like, I feel like every girl has been in this situation with their girlfriend, where yeah. you're like, "This guy's trash." why are you doing this and then all but they're just like totally into it and you're trying to like talk them out and it goes both ways it's like you know i could be that person i could have been that person and somebody was trying to talk me out of it but it happens like with girls like constantly well he's just too salty he's too salty she can't resist yeah or just a very dangerous situation like this is yeah (laughs) and she thinks she's defending her friend and yeah real quick yep and 
Oh, can I mention that the lead singer is played by Adam Brody, um, oh. a.k.a. Seth Cohen from the OC? I thought we were going to talk about it. <laughs> what? Also, too, no, I just don't like him. Uh, no. But also, I was like, this, like, the way they did this band, they, like, perfectly encaps, like, that MySpace band. All American Re- I said I immediately was like All American Rejects. Like it's literally yeah, it's them. like those early like Fallout Boy or like, like every band you'd hear at Hollister. Like that's who it was. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this legit sounds like a fucking <laughs> right. Like, like literally. Any how dare you bring Yellow Card into this? <laughs> anyway, so Jen comes back with a shot um, with the 9/11 shots, and she puts them down, and the show immediately starts. Uh, she's like entranced by the singer and the band. And you know, you know, we, you know, it's it's you know, it's a good show when immediately there's a little electrical fire <laughs> spreading slowly across the wall, and it seems like Needy's the only one that notices, and and then the bartender notices, but it's a little too late because all of a sudden, you know, just part of the ceiling falls down onto a table, and it's a bar, so you know, fire isn't the best thing to add into the situation. So yeah, it, it uh yeah, it catches on fire, and a lot of people die, <laughs> but fortunately, Jen and Needy are able to get out. And Edie's like, hey, let's go. Like, I want to go get some nachos with badger sauce or whatever she's saying. And that's when the uh, lead singer pops up and he's like, oh, oh, good. I'm glad y'all um, I'm glad y'all made it out. And he like hands Jen his drink and he just like feeds her his drink. And he's like, you know, when we're in a when we're in a situation like this, you know, I want to go somewhere familiar that I know we should all go to my van. And Edie's like, what? <laughs> we should go to your van. And Jen's like. I want to go to your really cool van. And so Jen's just like going and, and Needy's like, no, we shouldn't go. And she's like, just shut up. And yeah, so she goes in the van with him. And I can say from experience, don't date guys guys with vans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christina knows. I know all the time to get. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, oh, I hated that scene. That scene that made my skin crawl where he's like all smiling as they like shut the van door and like drive away with there. He's like smiling at Needy and I, oh, that made my skin crawl because I've been in situations like that where you're trying to cock block the guy protect your friend but he's like ha 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 but also <laughs> jen's a shitty friend because homegirl is in front of an exploding bar <laughs> just being left behind all alone yeah needy goes home and she's calling chip and she you know she's obviously worried because jen is in a was in a van with these random creeps that she heard specifically talking about if she's a virgin blah 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 so she thinks she's getting you know date raped or something and that that you know the rape van i mean that's what it is and so she's talking to chip and she hears the doorbell and then the doorbell rings and so she goes to check it out but of course no one's there because it's a horror movie well horror ish um and so she goes back to the her no she goes back to her room and lies down and guess who's in the bed jen covered in blood (laughs) and so they're chilling uh and by chilling i mean jen goes to the kitchen because she's hungry and she just pulls out a, a rotisserie chicken and just starts chowing down. Um, but we, you know, once you're, you know, a demon or a zombie or whatever, you can't eat meat. You have to eat, you know, human or whatever. Uh-huh. And so she immediately throws up just a lot of black slime that like moves. It's, it's a lot. Chocolate <laughs> syrup is what that was. I will say oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So the next day, um, everyone at school is really kind of fucked up because, you know, a lot of their friends died. <laughs> at this bar yesterday in a fire well fortunately jen didn't have ptsd because she she shows up the next day and isn't affected at all by the deaths of chris pratt um the indian exchange student etc but jk simmons pops up because he's a teacher (laughs) in this movie and he for some reason he has a prosthetic arm 
you know, because I guess why not? It was yeah, it's a weird choice. Like, <laughs> and they don't really. He had like a like, he had a, he had a bad wig too and a prosthetic arm. Like a burn, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe yeah. eleven. That's where all the references. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> they wear Diablo Cody. They're like trying too hard to be like, oh, I'm Diablo Co- Cody. I'm quirky. Yeah, we get it. We saw it in Juno. We get it. <laughs> J.K. Simmons also in Juno. <laughs> Is he? The dad. Yeah, he's the dad. Is he the unborn baby? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a talking baby movie. Did you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger fans and everything. So outside, Jen is seducing one of the jocks because, you know, she's a little hungry. So they go to the forest. And, well, really, he's sad because one of the other football players died. Um, the the star one of the stars of the movie Possessor I think that's who that was I forgot it I don't know his Probably name his like fuck buddy too yeah and so he's really sad and um, she kind of sways him to go to the forest with him because she's like oh yeah he said we would have made a great couple or, or whatever like he yeah. would have wanted us to he would have wanted was this <laughs> yeah like boys do to girls so uh-huh. all of these kills are the reverse of what happens in situations mm. like so that Jennifer is a predator. She's the predator. It's kind of and I love right? how all the animals start to like. Yeah, I don't so like crazy. that. He's like, he's, like, he's like, what are they doing? And she's like, waiting. Yeah, so she's making out with him, you know, kissing all over his body. And then more and more woodland creatures show up. There's uh, squirrels, rabbits, deer. All, all in, are they in pairs or am I making that up? No, no it's not like Noah's Ark. Okay. She doesn't know his Ark. It's more like Satanic Cinderella. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. And anyway, so she's going, you know, she's giving him a little hand action. And then, you know what? She takes a chomp out of his neck. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, and it's kind of fun because J.K. Simmons um, is like in the parking lot and he hears just, <gasps> and he's like, just let it all out kids you know we all have our way of, of coping with grief and he thinks that this guy is just over there like screaming in the forest but he's no he's been killed but later he looks he was walking through the forest looking yeah yeah he's like, and he finds that like body normal. yeah so the school is shook by the fire deaths and the murder of the jock and the man their name is low shoulder <laughs> hate that name Terrible. so much um since they were since they were at the bar um and they survived you know they're blown up now they're going viral and with their newfound success, they uh, donate to the offer to donate three percent of the proceeds from their new single to the community of uh, Devil's Kettle. And Needy's like, "That's kind of like shitty, right? Like only three <laughs> percent, like course of their ninety-seven percent going." And then everyone like loves them because they think that they're like heroes or whatever. Because they claim to like have saved people or whatever. And re- even though in reality, they were just you know taking advantage and, of women <laughs> yeah. yeah and adam brody keeps calling it devil's pond devil's like, lake devil's lake move. <laughs> yeah yeah and so jen is still at school uh, i guess it's just like a few days later maybe a week later i don't really know the, the timeline is really hard to tell with this movie um but yeah jen's looking a little rough and she's like uh it must be wearing off and then we know like oh yeah she eating people to stay young or whatever stay healthy yeah. Anyways, Jen, uh, the next day in school is talking to Needy, and that's when this goth kid comes by. I don't remember his name, but it doesn't Colin. matter. Colin. Colin. Colin Gray, <laughs> really? That's his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> Played by Kyle Gonner. <laughs> also from Veronica Mars. And from Nightmare on Elf Street Reboot. Amanda oh. Seyfried and J.K. He's Senator Quentin Smith. Mars, too. Yeah, and he's in The Haunting in Connecticut. 
He's in a I mean, bunch of horror that, movies. Did they fashion Dead by Daylight after him? Is that why he looks like a crackhead? No, but he's actually like in Dead by Daylight. He looks so much grosser though. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, he's trying to like mack on Jen. Uh, Jen and Eater talking, and then he he pops up and he kind of like is asking Jen on, out on a date, and she's like, "Ew, no." Uh, but Needy's like, um, "That was so random." But like, I like I like Colin though; he's cool. And then Jen is like, "Wait," she like turns to her and she's like, "Wait, you like him?" And then like all of a sudden she's like, "Wait, Colin, come back!" And then she like gives him an address, and yeah, so they're gonna hook up. But yeah, it was weird because like immediately it's like, oh yeah, Jen like has a weird thing for anyone, you know, that needy shows interest in is, is very well, apparent already. True, uh, bitch best friend right there. <laughs> <laughs> Have they showed the, is the flashback happened yet? Which one? With the blood. Oh, when they're like in the sandbox or whatever. Yeah. Also, that's just um, as a child to do. But there's that that's that's the whole why they have that connection. Because it's now that she's blood. yeah, so it that's it's the blood connection. Okay, mm. I wasn't sure. I thought it was the necklaces because they kind of show at the the end. Scene no, it's blood. No, yeah, yeah, I think uh, oh, they're yeah. playing the sandbox and like she got pricked by like a needle. No, a little thumbtack. Yeah, that's why they have the connection. I honestly thought it was just random. I must <laughs> I must have zoned out during that scene. Like immediately, like fucking uh, needy was like, let me suck the blood out, just like kiss it better, and I'm like, that's gross. Yeah, so throughout the movie, they do have, so Needy is able, like, throughout the movie to tell when something's going on with Jen, like, if she's attacking someone or killing someone or hitting on maybe her own boyfriend later in the movie, she's able to somehow know, and I guess that's why it's because they had their little... And Jennifer does, too. Like, they, yeah. have, they have an interconnection. Mm-hmm. No, I know it's pointless, and you're just going to hate it, but I was going to say, because at the first beginning when uh, she's getting ready, like, Jennifer doesn't even knock or whatever. She's just like, Jennifer's here. And uh, her boyfriend's like, what? How do you know? And like, then you hear Jennifer in the background and he's like, y'all are so weird. Yeah, she's about to go down on him too. Yeah, that like sets up the whole, like they have like a weird connection. Also, if you're best friends with someone, like you kind of grow that over time too. Yeah, it's a codependency sort of thing. So Jen agrees to go on a date with Colin and he's driving to her dress and it's, you know, maybe a red flag if you pull up and it's just like an under construction house that's uh, got not like no electricity furniture windows uh, i feel like he sees like big ass rats crawling around and he gets to the area that Jen is at and it looks like an altar <laughs> like sacrificial candles in a circle like sacrificial looking thing there's like a shrine and he's like this isn't your place is it and she's like no babe it's our place <laughs> and i'm like what and then like a huge rat runs by and he's like what the hell and meanwhile needy and chip are hooking up and it's kind of it's kind of funny because like as she begins as jen begins killing colin like clawing him and stuff uh needy is like moaning in terror you know like sh- shrieking in terror and chip is like he's like oh yeah she's like really enjoying this and he and she's like ah and he's like is is it too big <laughs> i'm like oh my yeah, god that <laughs> and that's that's such a like a teenage experience too <laughs> like, the whole thing was really funny um yeah. and then but i think like even before she starts like killing him uh he just really wanted to go on a date with her <laughs> like yeah he wasn't, I know. <laughs> he wasn't even expecting anything to happen uh-huh. Um, I think that 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 also it's a it's a reversal of what you normally see in a film where yeah she's still the predator and 
he's just kind of like the clueless like what's going on and what are we, yeah. I thought we were going to the movies <laughs> he just really liked her yeah he really liked her and wanted to and really wanted to like her. yes her physical appearance but they made it something more interesting than just than just that she thought rocky horror picture yeah. was a boxing, she movie. Like boxing movie. movie she she invites him over to watch aquamarine oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't she say it's about it's about a guy who's like who's like mom fucked a dolphin or something no, isn't that like how she describes it no she's like it's like some chick that gets like uh turns into a mermaid and he like fuck her blowhole or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so is she smarter than this and just playing it up or is she really that dumb no i feel like i feel like she plays that like smart like dumb like, smart person I i've been doing it for years yeah and i think the point of it is is that she's been assigned this role of being hypersexualized as a as a girl and therefore she doesn't really expand anything because she's kind of been stuck in this this role mm-hmm. and i think that's yeah. kind of like one of the points of the movie is that this was assigned to her so she didn't get to grow she's not growing because she's only seen as a sexual object and her hypersexualized, like the way she talks about sex and the way she's always like talking about her body and her and the way she looks is because she's been told that that's all she's worth. Yeah, it does suck though that she has to be like placed in like this little like kind of corner and she's like, well, I can't really do much more because they're not going to even care if I do much more. So it's the point. Yep. Um, okay. So, yeah. So back back at the ranch, Needy is, uh, you know, having her <laughs> her lovely night with Chip. And she's like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm leaving. So she heads on out. She's driving in her car. Uh, when guess who's on the road? Jen. <laughs> so she has to like swerve to avoid hitting Jen, who like, I feel like she like breaks the car window or something. No, she like attacks the car. the car. Yeah. And she's like covered in blood and, you know, clearly just killing someone. Uh, and that's when Needy goes back home. She cuddles up in bed. And guess who's there once again? Jen. <laughs> and. Of course, she gets seduced a little bit. They make out a little bit because, you know, it's just girls in high school. You know, it's just what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that scene. I understand why it was there, but I wasn't a fan. I mean, there was a a point to it because they were experiencing something together in the hyper-sexualized, yeah, kind of situation. Um, And that, that closeness that they weren't understanding yeah and jen's trying to manipulate her oh yeah for sure well confuse her (laughs) gaslight her totally (laughs) yep and that's when oh yeah so this is when jen actually explains kind of like what actually happened to her that night at after the bar um she's like yeah that band like that was so salty it turns out they're actually kind of like satanic cultists (laughs) and i was like wait what and so we find out that the band drove her out to the waterfall the titular devil's kettle waterfall whirlpool thing and they tied her up and basically their plan was they're going to sacrifice her to satan so that they could become famous and successful and she said she doesn't really remember anything else after that like once they killed her other than you know going back to needy's house but the whole scene is hilarious (laughs) it's a good scene it's a good one yeah I was like, I like how they don't take it serious. It's like, because we get a serious <laughs> moment and they're like, wait, do we read these right? Like, I got them off MapQuest. Yeah, there's the instructions. <laughs> the whole the whole conversation about Maroon 5 was just like, <laughs> God, it's all just really hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah he's like, best. do you want to be, do you want to be, who is it? Adam there... Levine. Well, he's just like, do you want to be the guy from Maroon 5? Oh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Or do you want to yeah. be nobody or do you want to be the guy from Rune 5? And he's like, 
the guy from Maroon 5. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, five. <laughs> oh. But the whole, like, then they're singing Jenny and it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, oh, it's a yeah. crazy scene. But it's oh, just like, yeah. you know, they're showing how cavalier, how they don't really care. They're all, they're only trying to get something from her and don't really care either way. They just want to get the end result of being rich and famous. Yep. Right. Which I wish they had gotten like an immediate comeuppance like there because they didn't actually have an actual virgin that she would have just like turned demon right then and killed them all. I don't know. I kind of like the ending though. <laughs> yeah. No, I do yeah. like the ending, but yeah, it's not as satisfying to me that it wasn't Jennifer. Yeah. But I don't think Spoiler like, alert. yeah, Jennifer didn't have any revenge about it because she felt more powerful. Also, she got hot and she ate dudes like. Yeah, like I think she kind of there was nothing for her before. to be mad about. Like, <laughs> yeah, she tried to kill her, and she just became like hotter. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like those movies where you know it's like you continually have to like kill people and like to maintain your hotness or power or whatever. It's just so. Well, you, you must hate vampire movies. <laughs> every vampire movie. So Jennifer, after being killed <laughs> on the way to Needy's house. Uh, she ran into Ahmet, the exchange student from India. And she was like, hey, like, does anyone know you survived? And he was like, mm-mm. And she was like, do your host parents know you're alive? And he's like, mm-mm. And he, she was like, okay, let's go into the forest over here. And basically she she ate him. And that's how she got her her wounds went away and everything. That's how she knew, like, oh, yeah, like, this is what I have to do. Yeah, that happened after she left what's name's house, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. After, yeah. I'm trying to remember the timeline because I'm like that happened after she left. It was after it was after she tried to eat the rotisserie chicken and puked yeah. Yeah, yeah. chocolate sauce. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, my, my favorite line from that though, she's like, uh, I'm not supposed to eat that. It's from Boston Market. My mom's <laughs> saving it. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, the next scene though was was one of my favorites. So it's when they the the goth they're at Colin's funeral and like his little goth friends are like um just being so dramatic and talking about the what was that? What is that? There, he's in the what now? The what plane? The something he's in like the dark realm or something. So the the under tether, something like that. And it, but yeah, they're just like making a whole scene. And the mom is like, the mom is out of line here. I thought she's like, I had to identify his exploded lasagna body. I I have the uh, the uh, monopoly on pain. You kids can take your pain and shove it up your ass. And I'm like, lady, chill out, dude. This is all they have is pain. They're goth. <laughs> they never know real pain. That's what annoys yeah. me about emo kids. Like, you, know, you live in a fucking like suburb and like, you're like upper middle class. You probably have a pool in the background. Oh my like, god! What pain do you know? Roll by. Yeah. So needy. Okay. So after the revelation from Jen about, oh yeah, I was killed, and now I'm here eating people to stay hot. Uh, she decides to go to the library and apparently they have a huge section on occult stuff and you know like demonology and stuff so she's reading a bunch of different books and researching and she determines that Jen is a demon and she can be killed by a blade to the heart yeah but i like that like when she goes back to chip they she called they called she calls that out like or he calls it out and says our library has a yeah. whole <laughs> she's like yeah it's a whole section on it. it's funny because it literally is like a whole section like she has like a there's like a stack of books about like demonic stuff and yeah that's when she learns out that it since jen wasn't a virgin actually and they they tried to kill her and to sacrifice as the role of a virgin it's called demonic transference and it's what happens when you try to sacrifice a virgin but sacrifice someone who isn't 
Um, the demon possessed her instead of, um, you know, her just being sacrificed, the demon possessed her and she has to eat humans to stay alive. Um, and so at this point is Needy decides like, oh yeah, like clearly me and Jen have our, our link and, you know, anyone that I'm with, she's going to, you know, try and come for. So we got to break up, babe. And she tells him not to go to the school dance because it's going to be like a buffet for her. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think she's going to be just eating everybody at Boy, the buffet. dance, but yeah. And got her an orchid corsage. It's so <laughs> also, can we just talk about her fucking outfit? Like, we, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah, Chip is, you know, heartbroken. Um, but the dance is the next scene. So we go to the dance. Needy gets there. Looking a hot ass mess in this clown dress, which it was a very pretty and pink moment. I'm like, why are you wearing no, that? It reminded it reminded me of a never been kissed. Uh-huh. Like that exact outfit. I'm like, why is she like uh, Drew Barrymore right now? This is gross. <laughs> I love the scene with Amy Sedaris as her mom, who's like using the curling iron and curling her hair with all the steam coming off and making it so huge. I do. Like I know Amy just Sedaris. the fact that Amy Sedaris is in this movie is awesome. Yeah, it's so random. I love it. Okay, yeah, okay. So Jen arrives at the dance, and that's when she finds Chip, and she tells him that Needy is all messed up because her and Colin were banging. And she basically just like manipulates Chip into thinking like, oh yeah, I need to was cheating on you and you should hook up with me now because I'm hotter, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's when, guess who's at the band? None other than Low Shoulder is there Ooh. performing for free. And they start to play and that's when Jen and Chip are making out a little bit. Uh, Needy feels it in her lips because they have that blood bond. And that's when she goes to find them. And for some reason they go to like an abandoned pool. <laughs> Like a natatorium. Yeah. 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 I never understood that. <laughs> Why is it abandoned? <laughs> like it's very random. Mm-hmm. So yes. It's a cool set. Yeah. Yes, it's it it's cool. awesome. It's very it's very like but, it follows, you know, like that too, natatorium too. Isn't it just like a walk in the park? Because I think that's where he's walking. He's walking like through the park and it's just like you pan over and it's like this big like ominous hill. It looks like a mausoleum or something. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that's like the randomest place. I just walk into the park. Mausoleum. Obvious green screen as they're walking. Yeah. Wait, that wasn't real? <laughs> oh, no, so Needy feels them making out and she's like, oh, hell no. And so she goes to find them. She finds them at the uh, datatorium or whatever the hell it is. And by the time she gets there, you know, Jen's already taken a bite out of crime. She took a bite out of that neck. And oh yeah, okay. Well, because he so, rejects, like he rejects mm-hmm. her, and she's then that really gets her, and then she pushes him in the pool, and like yeah, then that's it. Yeah, jumps. Uh, and this is when Needy, <laughs> she like prays to Saint Jude the Patron Saint for power to crush this bitch. Like, real quick, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> give me the power to crush this bitch, and then she goes in for the showdown. Uh, so Jen is apparently an Olympic swimmer because she's fast in that water. And that's when um, Needy takes Chip's ladies pepper spray, pepper spray that he was given by his mom uh, because, because you know, his mom's worried because, you know, all these young men are dying that are like in high school or whatever. And so she uses the, the ladies pepper spray to uh, get Jen in the eyes. Jen gets pissed. She kind of like leaps into the sky and it's just like hovering. And Chip mm-hmm. is like, she can fly. And Needy's like, she's hovering. It's not, it's not so impressive. <laughs> 
Yeah, and they have like a nice little verbal showdown, and you know they're just like talking shit to each other um, about how you know Jen is a bad friend and she's jealous of Needy, and, and she always wants whatever Needy has, and you know they, they're just talking shit. But then, but Needy crosses the line by saying, "You know what, Jen? You have to eat laxatives to stay skinny," and you know that's what sets her off. It's all very sad because it's, <laughs> it's just so sad. Like I, they're. This was like obviously built up over a long period of time where <laughs> they finally like admit the truth to each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just yeah, girls hold grudges. <laughs> Especially <laughs> teenage girls. Time. Well, I think too, like it's a lot of uh they like they want what each other has. Like basically, like with Jennifer, people love her because she's hot, but then people actually like needy because she's like a nice, kind person. So everything with Jennifer is like superficial and she's like, I actually want someone to want me like they do needy. And Needy's like, sometimes I just want to be hot and yeah. liked for that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of animosity between the two. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So Jen is attacking and Chip just stabs her with like a freaking like a light post or something. I don't even, it's just like a huge tool, like a pool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like a, one of those like uh, skimmers. Like, okay. Like one of those net things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like it's like a spear basically, and he just like spears her through the middle, and she's like she's she's like pulling it out, and she's like, "Ow!" (laughs) (laughs) And then she like asks Needy like, "She has a tampon." (laughs) She's like, "I need to plug it out." (laughs) She's like, "You look like you're plugging it right now." (laughs) I will say like. Some of the some of the parts of the scripts like are actually pretty fucking funny. Like when she's like this huge gash, and she's like, "Do you have a tampon?" <laughs> <laughs> Chip, as we said, was already bit in the neck, so uh, he's kind of bleeding out a little bit. And he tells Needy he loves her, and he's like, "You look really hot in your dress." And she's like, "Well, clearly you're delirious, because <laughs> it's a hot mess." Um, but yeah, also like that dress. That hopefully it's not a rental because that fee, the cleaning fees on that thing, that's gonna be a lot. <laughs> honestly, that's yeah, and Jen's Jen's too with the hole in it and all the gore. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. But yeah, so she's mad. Her dress is ruined and her man got killed. So she decides, you know what, Jen's gonna die. So she goes to Jen's house, ready to kill her, and that's when they fight. And you know. Jen's hovering, you know, choking her out above the bed, but Needy is able to break her concentration by ripping off her their friendship necklace yeah, thing. Yeah, BFF necklace. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Biff. They're Biffs, right? Is yeah. that what? <laughs> That's what they say at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and so she loses her concentration for a second, and she's able to use her box cutter and stab Jen, and Jen goes, "Ow, my tit." <laughs> and Needy's like, "Nope, no, not your tit, Jen. Your heart." And then she just like dies. <laughs> it's very antsy. It's just oh okay. It's like oh she's dead. Okay. Yeah. And then the mom like. Yeah. All a very lifetime after school special sort of movie like ending, which is it kind of cracked me up because it is based off like true crime. Box cutters were used on girls used them on each other all the time. That oh was shit. Thing. Um. So I think Those that you know that was the whole the whole situation there of like yeah when girls use box cutters to cut up somebody's face is what is oh what my girls God. did she's bad back too in the bad day. yeah too bad she doesn't like disintegrate and blow into like all ashes so there's no <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i 
you know, that happens sometimes. Like, media was probably thinking that was going to happen. Like, I would too. Yeah. yeah. I, to be fair, I guess she was more focused on how am I going to kill her, not, oh, yeah, what happens if I succeed? <laughs> you know, because then the you're kind of just. Because then she was kind of just there at the dead body. Yeah. Oh, no. She's she like, like, to her. do they explain? Does she get pinned for the other murders? Um, I don't think they explain that. Okay. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't explain that. Um, but yeah, so the movie, you think, okay, cool, the movie's over. No, there's like 15 more minutes of the movie. Um, but basically, since Jen's mom walks in on her, you know, you know, um, box cutter into her daughter's heart, she, you know, goes to the insane asylum, which we already knew because that's where she began. In the movie, we learned that. But most importantly, uh, we learned that Needy, this kind of annoyed me, but we learned that if you're bit by a demon and you survive, you gain some of them power, some of their powers. And basically Needy has all her powers except for <laughs> regeneration, which she doesn't even need at the moment. So she might have it, but and she's like, she doesn't have to eat men to like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, she, wow, could, she, she awesome. got out great here. Yeah. So she's locked in like um, solitary and she just floats up to the window and then just like power punches her way out. And she, yeah, she's just, okay. she's, yeah, she's gone. She's fine. Um, yeah, she walks by a stream and she finds so earlier uh Devil's Kettle, the little whirl- whirlpool, they had mentioned that scientists like threw like these orange ball things to kind of see like where where the where things go from there. And they're like, Oh, we don't know. But of course she's walking by from the asylum and she sees those balls and she sees like the bowie knife that they used to kill Jen. And she thinks, All right, it's time to get some revenge. And so she hitches a ride east. And she's she tells um the guy oh yeah I'm I'm following a band, and uh, tonight's gonna be their last show, <laughs> <clears throat> and that's when the movie ends. However, we have a really fun like montage in the credits of the band. They're like partying, they're doing their drugs, uh, and then we see uh, Needy pop up, and the next thing you know, it's like a like a crime scene, like autopsy pictures, and you see like the the band like covered in blood and and like dead. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Adam Brody's character is actually stabbed with the with the knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the knife. He, yeah. I love I that. It reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they like. I think it's the one with Jessica Biel, where they're doing like the you hear like the photo shutter or whatever, and then it's like a different like cutaway scene to uh, like a different murder part of them. I was like, mm-hmm. I like how they did that with that. It just reminded me of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, they had all the evidence number markers and and everything. Adam Sometimes Brody's it would just be a foot or yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, yep. I on Adam Brody some more. <laughs> yeah, he just plays like super douchebag in this movie. I was like, he got what he deserved. He is in a lot of movies. He plays a douchebag really well. Like, <laughs> He's good at that. <laughs> if it fits, yeah, must promising young woman. He plays another terrible character. But I did. I I like how she got her revenge for everything. That was good. Yeah, the movie would have been totally less satisfying had that not happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> So yeah, I guess let's go ahead and get straight into our opinions of the movie. Um, I guess out of one to five uh, Bowie Knives, uh, Cave Counselor Ben, what do you think of this movie? Um, I'll actually, so Jennifer's Body is actually one of my favorite movies because of just like how like, just how it is and like how um, everything's brought together. So I'm going to say a 4.5, but also I'm just a really big Megan Fox fan and uh, Amanda Seyfried. So them playing together is just beautiful. All right. Um, if I don't go Brie, what are your thoughts? 
Um, well, I don't love this movie. <laughs> I didn't love it the first time I saw it, but I thought, well, I'll watch it again. Maybe I've grown as a as a, a female and a, a feminist, so maybe I'll appreciate it more. But I I, I liked it at first, that, you know, when I thought again, but then the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. I just don't like that Jennifer, you know, and I see, you know, Kelly Many Cat's point about kind of the reverse situations but i also feel like at the same time she's like needing a man um to be beautiful or like to consider herself beautiful and not have dull lifeless hair and um so i feel like i didn't like that and you know some of the dialogue and the the things are are too cutesy and are not fun to me and it just didn't feel like a real kind of empowerment and that the mm. aren't that smart and i could go on but uh, <laughs> two <laughs> two out of five okay all right well calamity cat what are your thoughts um i i totally see final girl Bray's point but to me i saw it in a different way i saw her as she is the monster in the movie and the fact that she does need them it's not, it's not a good thing. I think there's a commentary there that it's not a good thing, that it's not good that she's not empowered because she eats these men. I think what the it was showing the reverse situation is that she was playing the aggressor and the predator in that role. And I think she needed to die at the end because she couldn't continue like that. And it was sad that that's how she thought she was gaining her power. So I kind of saw it in a different way. Um, and I think this movie, I was really, I'm really sad that it was marketed the way it was and that it was, you know, treated as like, I don't know, like uh, it was treated like it was supposed to be fodder for these hetero, like teenage boys. And that's not really what this movie is at all. It's not like the Megan Fox sex show, like, yeah, <laughs> which is how they treated her um, in her career, which is just, yeah, it's just, I, I'm, I'm kind of sad that that it kind of went off that way, but I'm so glad now that it's having like sort of a revisionist moment where people are like seeing it in a new way. And it had some badass women behind it. You know, Karen mm-hmm. Kusama, the director, um, you know, she kind of took, she took a long break after this cause it kind of like sucked that people didn't really get it and say what you will about Diablo Cody. She is what she is, <laughs> but she, she does have a style and a voice that, you know, I kind of appreciate. So, um, yeah, I gave this movie four, four, four Bowie knives. Okay. I was like, what are you talking about Bowie knives? I was like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> came up with that. I was like, who cares about Bowie knives? I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Um, four sticks of guy. <laughs> um Yeah, I so I saw, I saw this when it came out and I was, you know, eight years old or whatever. Um, no, but no, I saw it back in high school freshman year college whatever either anyways like i feel like people didn't really i feel like it didn't do as well as maybe you would have thought like with megan fox like probably fresh off transformers right mm-hmm. like pretty recently um so i kind of went in thinking oh yeah it's gonna be like another because i like just like a bad horror movie like i don't care i'll go see whatever you know so i went in there thinking oh yeah it's gonna be just like a shitty movie but I, but it was like so perfect in that she was able to just like really ham it up in that expected role of like just being like a dumb hot chick but at the same time like she's like this badass that's like using the unfortunate situation of being taken advantage of like being murdered to like kill 
like it does suck that she was killing kind of like innocent people you know but at the same time it was kind of nice to see like a chick you know the hot chick you know like be the badass um but i do kind of wish she was in it more i do feel like there's a lot of needy (laughs) and maybe not as much jen as i would have liked but no it's a lot of fun the dialogue is rough i don't think it aged like very well (laughs) in a lot of places but but i don't know it kind of adds to the charm so i I, i'll give it a solid four out of five uh bowies (laughs) as well yeah so i think overall we had it was it was positive rating from us, but I was watching this movie and I was thinking, so Megan Fox, I felt like was so perfect at the time for this movie. And I was wondering like, if they were to remake this, who would be Jennifer today? Who would be cast as Jennifer? No, I think she's too nice, but I wouldn't want to see her as needy. So I would probably say like someone like Zendaya. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Like I think Zendaya would be perfect. Cause I think she can play up that like, kind of like aloof kind of like bitch vibe, but still be like, like likable like she was like she like yeah she was a bitch but you still want to be her friend and just be like hang out with her i would think it i kind of think it's you know like i think actors like actors have sort of like female actors have sort of transgressed all of this now Mm -hmm. but where it's not that way it's still the opposite (laughs) is in pop music and i think an ariana grande or somebody like like that would Mm -hmm. would would rock a role like this because they are still such hyper hyper sexualized yeah in not a not a really powerful way necessarily i don't know it's kind of yeah. gross but honestly like millie bobby brown would be kind of good because like they've been over sexualizing her for years and yeah. it's like gross Girl, but I yeah i feel like it would be margot robbie <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they would maybe make it with Margot Robbie, and she would just be like a sophomore in college or something to make it yeah. somewhat more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next segment is called Reanimated, and in this segment, we reenact a scene from the movie. Um, so in this scene, we're going to be—it's—it's it's really the climax of the movie where Jennifer um, is with Chip at the netatorium-like place uh, during the school dance, and Needy uh, shows up. And, you know, there's a confrontation that goes down. So, yeah. Um, I will be playing the role of Needy. Uh, Calamity Cat will be Jennifer. Uh, Camp Counselor Ben will be Chip. And Final Girl Bree will just be reading the stage directions for us. All right. Well, here we go. Jennifer begins gnawing on Chip's neck, so engaged in the task that she doesn't notice Needy. Needy climbs up on the diving board and crosses herself. St. June, patron saint of hopeless causes, Please give me the power to crush this bitch. Jennifer looks up with demonic bloodshot eyes, just as Needy leaps off the diving board. Needy lands on Jennifer's shoulders, taking her out. She wraps her legs around Jennifer's neck and drags her under the water. Jennifer emerges. Needy grabs her by the hair and girly slaps her furiously across the face. Then she spots the pepper spray lying by the pool. She grabs it and sprays it in Jennifer's eyes. Jennifer shrieks and vomits nasty, spiny gore all over Needy and Chip. Fuck this JV shit. Jennifer rockets straight up into the air like a goddess, hovering 10 feet above the pool. Her eyes burn. Her skin is corpse-like. She's drenched from head to toe in the prickly ooze. She can fly? She's just hovering, Chip. It's not that impressive. Jennifer speaks in a metallic, demonic-sounding voice. God, do you have to undermine everything I do? You're such a player hater. 
He glares at Jennifer, surprisingly fearless. You're a jerk. Nice insult, Lizzie McGuire. Got any more harsh digs? You know what? You were never a good friend. Ever. Even when we were little, you used to steal my toys and pour lemonade on my bed and make me be ugly Ashley when we played Barbies. And now I'm eating your boyfriend. See? At least I'm consistent. Why do you need him, huh? She begins to weep. <laughs> Why do you need the one guy who's ever liked me? You can have anyone, Jennifer. The cutest guy in school, the mailman, a teacher. You could probably even have a huge star like Chad Michael Murray. So why Chip? Why him? Is it just to piss me off or is it because you're insecure? Jennifer I am Ford. not insecure. God, what a, what a joke. How can I be insecure? I was the snowflake queen. Yeah, two years ago when you were socially relevant. I am still socially relevant. You were skinny then too. A look of abject horror on Jennifer's face. She reels back against the chain link, link fence, her eyes blazing. I'm going to eat the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to eat your soul and shit it out, Lizneki. Her voice is now an unearthly growl. In the background, Chip is slowly, painfully pulling a pool skimmer with an eight-foot handle off the pool deck. I thought you only murdered boys. I go both ways. She hurdles herself toward Needy, roaring, roaring, her eyes white, white hot, her jaws agape. She's monstrous. Chip suddenly stumbles in front of Needy and holds the handle of the pool skimmer in front of them like a deer. As Jennifer flies forward at different speed, she impels her entire horse torso on the handle. Needy screams. There's a beat of deafening silence. Chips collapses on the pool deck. Jennifer rises uncertainly to her feet, shish kebabbed on the giant skimmer. With effort, she pulls the handle out of her body in several stages. Ow! 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 <laughs> Needy watches and realizes Jennifer is injured. Blood drips into the pool deck. We hurt you? Blood trickles out of Jennifer's wound. She tries to plug the hole with her hand. Got a tampon? Needy shakes her head mutely. Thought I'd ask. You seem like you might be plugging. Insane. Insane. Wow, that was lovely. Um, yeah, good job, everyone. Good job. Yeah. Award winning. <laughs> I will submit that clip for our Peabody Reel. All right. Well, that was reanimated. And also, I think that's the end of this week's episode about Jennifer's body. If you haven't seen it, you know, it's worth it's worth if you're in the mood for just a good time, a silly, stupid <laughs> movie. I definitely recommend it. Commentary. Yeah, there's it's yeah, it's got a message. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to message us, you can hit us up at youcanthidepod.gmail.com with your movie suggestions, feedback, or suggestions. And feel free to follow us on facebook.com slash youcanthide and on Instagram at youcanthidepod. All right. Well, until next week, thanks for tuning in and Six Flags Music Time. <laughs> All right, let me see I'm good, huh?